Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. He'll be in Buffalo, New York at Orchard Park. And I was saying yesterday, Kling, normally we'd be saying, man, you ready for that cold weather? But you're good now. Like I feel like you're good for a very long time on the sideline. You'll never have anything like you experienced last weekend. <laughs> I think that's probably safe to say. I, it's hard to imagine we'll have a colder game at Arrowhead Stadium or maybe anywhere than we had this past week for everybody that went, everybody that worked and everybody that went. It was uh, it was a chore for sure. So, yeah, the uh, balmy 25 degrees <laughs> in Buffalo will feel great. Yeah, you'll be good. I, I, I heard they were offering the players like scuba suits. You know, you hear that, they, these skin-tight suits. I assume that you, you were purchasing a scuba suit as well. I think by that time I had so many layers on I couldn't have <laughs> – peeled back to get the scuba suit but uh yeah i think i had i think i kind of i had three layers of socks i had three layers of pants i think i had about uh six layers on top the heated jacket the face mask the stocking cap and uh heated in glove inserts and then regular gloves so i think i i think i came out of it pretty pretty good the face was the only thing that was really cold at the end still he with the face mask on, it was, it was brisk, but I, I, I loaded up. I think I, I didn't mess around and I think I got it pretty close to right. So I was feeling not too bad considering because of that weather and all the schedule shift that happened with Buffalo. And I guess the possibility that maybe they'd miss some practices this week based on some reporting because of the travel ban and all this stuff. Now McDermott said he'll solve it. How big of an advantage do you think it is that two extra days rest that Kansas city got over Buffalo, especially considering they were negative in the net rest for every opponent for about two months. Yeah, I don't know. It's hard to tell because, I mean, it's not like they're not going to be doing anything. I, granted, Zoo would be different. Uh, as long as you're game planning, I don't know if you need the physical practice necessarily. I think they could probably counter that, hey, having the rest off the field is, is valuable too. As banged as they are defensively as well, I don't know if that helps them get anybody closer to ready or not, but um, I, I would say as long as you're still at least meeting, which they're going to be, um, even if it ends up being some kind of virtual thing, I think they'll probably be fine. But I think the, the two days advantage the Chiefs will take, certainly with the way the back half of the schedule went, it, it feels like it's a, it's about time that that happened uh, that, that favored their side of things. I don't, you know, you wish you'd have gotten two days of extra prep probably more than anything if you're the coaching staff, but the players will, won't argue with the rest. What scares you, if anything, the most in this matchup other than, okay, Josh Allen is just a really good quarterback because we were discussing, we know the Chiefs have had the red zone issues, but 
Is there the, the tackle concern that you have for this one a little bit more than what we had uh, against the Dolphins? Because Juwan Taylor and Donovan Smith, to me, really weren't tested against the Dolphins based on personnel. I think they're going to have to to be up at their top-level game for them to be able to protect Mahomes because of what the Bills have. I think Rousseau and Oliver are pretty good uh, up front. And so, yeah, those give you a little bit of pause. Um, I, I think... I think the X factor still could be the, the Josh Allen run game. We saw him run, obviously, for a big touchdown last week. And they've, you know, I guess, accepted him running the football a little bit more when they made the, the offensive coordinator change. And so that dynamic is a little bit um, something to watch. And the running game in general, because I don't know if the Chiefs have been firmly pressed in the run game. I thought maybe it was going to happen last week. And Obviously, they shut things down early, and Miami really didn't try to do a lot in the run game. So if, if the Bills can run with either Cook or, or Josh Allen, you know, can they get the, the, the Chiefs a little bit you know, backed up that way? I think we're all confident in how they attack the, the passing game, but, but can they, you know, kind of old-fashioned football, can they stop the run enough? Um, neither team gives up sacks, but both teams are really good at sacks, which is kind of an interesting dynamic as well. We think, we think the Chiefs have... Have, uh, have sacked the quarterback a lot, and they have, and, and the Bills are right there with them numbers-wise, and then both of them are like one and two in sacks, least sacks allowed, so I don't know if you're going to get to either quarterback, so the, the pressure portion is going to be interesting, too. If someone can establish getting to the quarterback and actually you know getting their hands on them and, and sacking them, I think that'll be a big advantage, but both quarterbacks do such a nice job of avoiding it. How big do you think the coaching discrepancy is? Because on, on the field, Kling, I'll be honest, I think these two teams are weirdly similar for the same reasons you just pointed out. Don't give up sacks, get sacks. Similar ranked in defense and offense and talent. They seem like they're the same team. What's the coaching difference? Well, I think I think it is a big difference. And then end of game tight situations. Will the will the Bills kind of revert to to what they have? Really in matchups against the Chiefs, right? There's been the kind of like critical late things that have happened. I was happened to be watching the montage of the thirteen the thirteen second comeback. It was like a, I don't know, it was like an eight or nine minute video that NFL.com had. I think it was like a year ago. It was revisited, and so I was watching that again, and I forgot. You know, there was like a, a key, a key bad timeout they took. And there's always like kind of something that the Bills do kind of late in games that that leaves you head scratching. So if it comes down to that close situation, especially, I think certainly the uh, the the way you handle things at the end of games, the Chiefs have been very good in that manner, are really over their run. And it's still kind of a question mark for Buffalo. We heard from Andy Reid uh, about an hour or so ago, and he was talking how they had, you know, designated Sky Moore to return from IR, that Tony's going to practice today as well. And I, in a weird way, you, you want guys to get healthy, of course, but the injuries prevented any temptation uh, of playing either of them. Are you thinking we're going to see Kadarius Tony have a role or I guess just be active on Sunday night because I kind of like what they got going here. Just McColl, <laughs> Richie James, and yeah. then just give the ball to Rice and occasionally Justin Watson. Yeah, I think I think what I like best about the last game, and I've been saying that since since it ended, was that they just they figured out who they could trust and they didn't mess around with trying to get everybody involved, which they did for a good portion of the season, right? It was just get the ball to to Kelsey and Rice and everybody else, hey, if you're really open. Uh, I might find you, but you're going to get a one-off or a couple of targets at most, and the bulk of it's going to run through through Rice and Kelsey. I think that's still the formula. What the combination is, maybe, maybe doesn't matter, because I, I, I think you're right. I think if Kadarius Tony 
is active, there's going to be a temptation to try it again. Um, so those things, I, I, I understand how they scare a lot of fans. And, yeah, you, not that you're rooting for someone to not be healthy enough, but I can understand if people are like, okay, it does take that out of the toolbox. Because if it's there, I think there's going to be a temptation to use, especially Kadarius Tony, right? Sky Moore maybe just to get him back to practice and get him working out before the end of the season comes. I don't know. But um, they still have a, you know, a bunch of wide receivers that you're – Again, I wouldn't force playing time for. I just wouldn't force anything to McCall Hardman at this point. I wouldn't force anything to MVS at this point. Um, you know, Justin Watson, I think, gives you the gives you exactly what he can in spurts, and that's okay. Uh, but then other than that, you know, you don't need to open things up and, you know, make sure that six wide receivers get opportunities like you did earlier in the season. We know what the pecking order is now. Make sure you're using it. Kling, Pacheco didn't play in this matchup the last time. Neither did neither did or Drew Tranquil. Do you think that they're actually willing to run the ball for a second consecutive game? We saw him do it once. The question with Andy is not a one-off; it's whether or not he'll stick yeah. to it. I mean, I hope so. Um, I don't know about you guys, but I was kind of freaking out over the first two plays last week. Oh, yeah, <laughs> I was too. Pass, pass, I was both like, ugly. Run, run it, <laughs> and then they got the first down. I'm like, okay. Then they kind of settled in. So it was a a start where you went, come on, let's, let's just ground and pound. And I think that they're, it's a dynamic that the bills haven't seen before with Pacheco this year. Right. So I think that's a, that's a nice little advantage to have. And then obviously you're at your best when you have balance last week, 34 runs and 41 passes. That's when they're at their best. So hopefully they stick to that type of game plan. You got to establish it early though, obviously for them to, to be willing to continue it. I don't know if this is ever going to be a, a team uh, that if it's not going early, they're just going to keep pounding, keep pounding, keep pounding, like, uh, say, uh, Rabel and Derrick Henry did for a number of years in Tennessee. Uh, so they're going to have to establish it early to give them confidence to continue to go back to it. Before the Chiefs even play, we'll obviously know, will the Chiefs have a shot to host a six-straight AFC title game? That's, of course, because Saturday the the, the Ravens will, will take on the Houston Texans, and that'll decide that scenario uh, before the Chiefs step foot on the field. What do you make of that match? Do you think C.J. Stroud can continue what has been an unbelievable year? He's going to be the offensive rookie of the year. He looks like he's on the verge of becoming a superstar in this league, or do you think we need to pump the brakes a little bit and that uh, perhaps Lamar Jackson and the Ravens will, will be able to actually roll past this team? Well, just on Stroud, I'm always, I'm always the, hey, slow down a little bit. I, I just couldn't believe that it was, I mean, the proclamations after this weekend were, Oh, he's going to win. And I heard somebody <laughs> say he's going to win an MVP and he's going to win a Super Bowl. Winning a Super Bowl is not, I, I would put my odds on a, on an MVP before a Super Bowl. Sure. Super Bowl is not a guaranteed MVP. You can win without winning the Super Bowl. So um, I don't know. I still feel like it's kind of slow down. Not to say that they're, they can't go in and beat Baltimore. Cause I think they can present the Ravens some problems, but yeah, you wonder if it's, you know, they, they kind of, they've kind of overshot their, their season already, right? past expectations is this the week that it comes crashing down and then all the pressures on baltimore and buffalo i think this weekend um you know buffalo's never slayed the the chiefs dragon in the postseason and and baltimore has left a lot to be desired in the postseason so both of the home teams surprisingly enough have have more i think pressure on them than the two road teams do not to say that the chiefs are rolling in there with uh you know the uh, the old quote-unquote house money or anything uh because i think they have something to prove as well and really can kind of shut the door on some things as well. I think with a, with a road win and finally get that, 
you know, well, Patrick hasn't done this uh, nonsense uh, done, but the pressure is completely on Buffalo. And I think a lot on Baltimore as well, especially when you have the week off, that's not an easy opponent team that thinks that uh, they can go probably do just about anything right now in Houston, right? They got to be uber believing in everything they do. And so they fly in there without any pressure and we'll see if Baltimore plays tight. Kling, last thing for me, uh, you were out in that weather on Sunday, as we previously discussed, if someone showed up your door, appeared to be drunk, and they were in that weather at one in the morning, would you let them in your house when you called 911? Ooh. Maybe the garage? <laughs> See, that's what I said. Maybe the garage. No chance, You don't want Kling. them to freeze to death. You don't want that on your conscience. No right. chance, Kling. You, did you hear what he just told you? He said, 1 a.m., drunk dude <laughs> at your house. Are you kidding me? Probably wouldn't answer the door would be the first well, answer. <laughs> and then secondly, it would be not not in you know, the main house, but maybe you can sit in the garage until the authorities arrive. <laughs> mm, I just you, this person is drunk. You don't know what they're on. All of a sudden, your your beautiful Jeep that you have or Jeeps that you have, our windows are punched out, tires are punctured. Yeah, uh, you don't want someone to die, I think, man. I mean, I'm not I'm not changing my answer, but I guess rethinking it a little bit would say probably just wouldn't answer the door. Oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, okay. Thank you, Kling. Uh, yep. Enjoy the trip up to Buffalo. You never been to Buffalo, have you? I have not. The uh, okay. The last time was like uh, the the COVID year. I guess we were. Oh yeah. We were in the uh, the press box at Arrowhead calling right. games in the COVID that's, year. That's so right. That's the last time the Chiefs were there. So I have not I have not been to to Buffalo. Prefer to go in like September. Um, sure. you know, sure. January wasn't the first option, but, um, you know, I guess that based on next year's schedule, it could be, maybe it could be September. Yeah. Um, but, uh, but, uh, yeah, at least it's not blizzard. It sounds like the snow's going to be done after they get their three feet, uh, for, for the remainder Jeez. of the week. And hopefully they'll have things, uh, shoveled out and it'll just be, uh, you know, moderately, uh, chilly. Yeah. All right. Safe travels up to Buffalo. That's Josh Klingler. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.